Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Right, let's go to uh, Dr. Mark O'Sullivan. Are you in Oslo or in Stockholm today, Mark? Morning. Uh, good morning, uh, BJ, uh, and good afternoon from Stockholm. Stockholm, okay. So that's where you live and you yeah. and you work in... in yeah. Is it much of a commute? Because it sounds like a hefty one. It is. The train is about five hours, but what I do is I live in... Um, Can you get a bit closer uh, to the phone, Mark, if you wouldn't mind, please? Just a little bit closer. Um, I can't get any closer to the phone than okay. I am now. But um, I, I live in Sto- I live in Stockholm, right. but I'm um, I work in Oslo, and I, I live kind of part time in Oslo due to work because it's fifty percent research and fifty percent lecturing. So fifty percent of my job I can do from Stockholm if necessary. I see. Now you did computer science and economics at UCC, and then you headed off to visit Sweden for three weeks and never came home. Pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah, uh, well, I think you can put inverted commas, computer science and economics and UCC. I did it. I, I got through it. But, um, um, yeah, and then at the, uh, I was just hanging around for a while. I was involved in music in Cork. And then I went to, to Stockholm to visit friends that I had studied with university uh, for three weeks. And three weeks has now become almost 30 years. <laughs> That's called falling in love place. It was it was totally planned. <laughs> That's called falling in love no, with the place. Yeah, and it was, it was nice. I guess it was just something the right time, you know, and just you feel, oh, I want to do something different. It's just it wasn't planned. It was just something that emerged and just yeah. happened. And how did you end up then getting a PhD in sports science? How did that come about? I uh, yeah, that's a good question. I think. I was involved in music, running record labels and DJing, and I used to do a lot of traveling around Europe and to Asia as well, playing. But I got really into coaching because I started actually a football club here. You probably know the guy, Murphy McCarthy, the drummer in something. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we started a football club with a few friends together, and we started meeting up. And and then in the football club, there was this Dutch guy who was coaching a local team. He said, will you help out? And then I said, yeah. This is about 2003, I think. And I said, yeah. And then I, I was um, helping out, and he quit after a month and left me on my own with him. So I said, okay. And then I just started getting really interested in coaching and learning and just really got into the – and I had some ideas, found it very difficult to articulate myself, uh, reached out to a load of academics and researchers who were very, very helpful and all got back to me and were very supportive. And I just basically did – I did coach education and – qualified with my UEFA A license in 2014 and but also in the meantime I let's just say I fell backwards into academia and mm. started 
writing a lot of blogs and ideas down. And it's because of that, actually, Sheffield Hallam, a guy called Keith Davids, a giant in the area of sports science, got in touch with me and asked what I do with PhD. It's and a strange route, isn't it? From, like you say, you, you just about got away with it in computer science and ec- economics. Would you have expected? Yeah, would you, would you have expected when you graduated from there to ever have a PhD? No, no, I wouldn't have expected even to get into college when I was eighteen. So <laughs> to get a PhD is um, was um, yeah. I mean, it's it, it was fantastic. All I can say is that because of thanks to Keith and his vision, because I was actually working in an environment, and he wanted a professional football club in, in Stockholm called AIK. And he wanted somebody to do, who had a good understanding of academia, uh, to do some research in context and real life environments in football. And that's what I did. That was my whole PhD. And uh, yeah, you know, to wake up every morning and decide whether, do I want to learn something today or not? is quite a fantastic thing to do because not everyone probably has that opportunity. Yeah. That's the approach I took. And your lifelong love of sport, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helped. Music and sport have always Music and sport, yeah. It's yeah. always true. True, my dad, you know, I developed this love of music and sports since I'm a child, since, since I can remember. Yeah. So what does a so, lecturer yeah. in sports science, what do you teach? Um, well, the Norwegian School of Sports Science is ranked, I think, top three in the world in sports science. So I would be running a lot of the coach education programs. Mm. So in football, our coaches can get... Um, a degree and a master's while also getting their UEFA coaching qualifications while studying in the university. Mm-hmm. So I would design the courses for that. I also design the skill acquisition courses um, for um, other sports. So it'd be everything from um, uh, cross-country skiing, volleyball, uh, tennis, basketball, handball. So it's a fantastic opportunity because mm. I get to work with coaches and athletes that in sports that I've never took part in and have never been involved in. But it's, it's a fantastic uh, learning opportunity for me as well. Mm. So, for instance, one of my students, or two of my students, I think, are going to take part in the Olympics. Wow. Some are coaching at it. And then I have other coaches in football that are grassroots coaches with kids, but professional players as well. And coach at really top level mm. as well. So it's um, very varied. Um, what but, makes uh, a great coach? It, no matter the sport, but what makes a great uh, coach? How, how many, I mean, if I could give you the answer to that, I wouldn't be on the radio talking about it. I'd be selling it, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think, I mean, actually, it, it, I was asked, uh, a guy called Mike Quirk from Kerry had me on his podcast. He's an ex-player recently and he asked me three things that for coaches and I said what was it um it's very much uh, relationships Mm. create it's all about relationships observe observe more because that's something in coach education we're not uh is not developed enough within coach education helping coaches observe Mm. and then do no harm expand on that form yeah well, you're working with kids. We're in a very, um, I mean, you know, the stress and pressure that's on young children in sport today because it's becoming hyper-professionalized at even children's level now at this stage. 
Mm. And that can be quite quite harmful because there's pressure on coaches to win games. So, you know, my experience in my research was like you have coaches with 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds doing everything to win a game, basically just telling PlayStation coaching, telling the kids completely what to do. And, and if, you know, if you're not... And it's basically controlling everything around them rather than giving them the freedom and the... Uh, space to explore and learn and, you know, uh, discover yeah. uh, how, how to play the game themselves. And keep, keep the love of sport alive in them rather than getting too... And keep the love of sport alive. Yeah. So one one last quick one for you. This is maybe a smart arse yeah. question, Mark. One last quick one for you. Who on earth can oh, we get it? to run to coach the national soccer team? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much out of the loop in Irish football, but... Uh, I think there's far bigger problems than that at the moment. <laughs> That's a very academically answered question. Well done. Mark, <laughs> Mark thank you very much. From Ballinlock to Oslo to via Stockholm and UCC and he is now a doctor of sports coaching. If you don't mind. Congratulations, fellow. Corks 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.